This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live at the Sharjah International Book Fair. Life Beats, Life Beats with Sally Musa. Live from the Expo Center Sharjah. It's Pulse 95. Now, our very first guest is somebody who has been capturing the hearts of Filipinos for (laughs) over three decades. She started out as a child actress. Judy Ann Santos is a film and TV star, reality TV host, recording artist, film producer, and most recently now, a social media star, YouTube vlogger uh, through her channel, Judy Ann's Kitchen. Judy Ann, welcome to the Shanta International Book Fair. Good morning, good morning. So good to have you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) It's my first time and it's so awesome. The experience is unexplainable. Really? Tell us a a bit more about, you know, what you found uh, here at the Shanta Book Fair. Well, of course, I'm just so happy that my fellow Filipinos were here. That the first time, the first day that I was here was so relieved. (laughs) My kababayans really went out of their way. Some of them left job early just so they could be able to spend time with me um it really helped me a lot to you know relax my senses and be able to do my cooking demo properly because i was from the airport i just freshened up fixed up myself and uh had to go straight here and do the demo you look incredibly fresh fantastic, <laughs> yeah. as always you look stunning by the way thank you thank you you know um this is incredible because uh, like we said you had 30 years in showbiz and then you went into cooking and you know creating this YouTube channel, creating your cookbook as well. So talk to us about that transition. Well, it all started when I had a baby. Um, I wasn't able to finish my studies. I only finished high school back then. And I re- I'm not really, I haven't decided on what course I would take in college. And since I was finding for myself, when I was studying, I had to really think about it. Am I going to continue studying, not knowing no, not knowing what I would do, or would I pursue my work because it's the the opportunity is here, uh, or then I could just go to go to school anytime I want as long as I finish my high school right. Right. Before that was around. Oh my God, that was. 20 years ago. <laughs> Saying it makes me feel so old. Um, there weren't many culinary schools back then. Mm-hmm. And so after 10 years, I found out that there's a culinary school. My passion for cooking is there already since I was young. Since I was eight, I was starting, I, was, I, ha- I discovered the love for cooking because I would wake up on my sets during tapings or shootings because I would ride um, with the catering service because I don't have a car back then. So I would always go with them to go to the set. So I'd sleep in their cars, sleep in their big buses full right. of different types of ingredients. And I would wake up listening, hearing sounds of boiling water, chopping ingredients. And that's what I felt. I had this energy of just joining them and jumping them, jumping on them and asking them if I could stir something or if I could slice something. And I was eight, nine, ten years old. Oh, wow. wow. From the beginning. Yeah. And... After culinary, I realized I don't know how to cook for a small group. My, like for the three of us, it, I would have a hard time cooking. Yeah. But if you tell me cook for 50 people, I'd gladly do it. Really? Yeah, I could cook a lot. 
most people are the other <laughs> way around. Like, you know, why Maybe is that? because I grew up cooking pots and pots and pans, big, big families of, of uh, food yeah. for the whole crew. Right. And in a set, you would have at least on a normal day, on a regular day, you'd at least have 150 people Mm-mm. during shootings and tapings. And that's what I got used to. And I, I, I have this joy inside me whenever I would serve people on trays. It's like a canteen type sort yeah. of thing and that you just bond over food. And then I realized when I was growing up now, and then I had a baby, I can't just go on acting. And at some point in my career, when I get old, projects wouldn't be as much anymore. It's not like in the Philippines, it's not like in the Hollywood. That when you get older, you're like wine, you're your premium, you they the roles change into the role changes more, yeah. and they yeah. you have a very nice uh, uh they take care of you. In the Philippines when you get older, they slowly push you back aside. So then I had the realization I have to do something. I have to finish something. I have to finish and get a certificate so I could inspire my daughter to finish her studies. Yeah. That's why I took up culinary. And then from then on, I realized, yeah, I could do this for a living if, if even if I'm not acting anymore or not producing. I could I could actually do this. But, it, you know, this is something that you grew up with. And, and um, you know, Filipinos, they, ha- they have this joy about life. And I think there's the joy in the food as well. So yes. talk, talk to us about the food that you grew up with. We don't know Filipino <laughs> food, you know. Uh, our... our um, uh, our colleagues, you know, of course, we hear from them, but we'd love to hear from you what that means. What is the spirit of being Filipino and how's that come across in the food? Filipinos have... The food in the Philippines are varies. In yeah. every province, it's different. Like, we have a famous dish called adobo. Yes. Yes. yes, it's so good. It's we so know good. Adobo, yes. But in every province, it's different. <laughs> they cook it differently. There's adobong pote. Wherein they don't use any soyuses at all, they just use vinegar. There's adobo, uh, there's a sauce in it, there's adobo, there's adobo that's kind of sweet. It, it really varies. Every home in the Philippines has their own version of What's adobo. What's your favorite thing to cook? Your oh. Fa- or to eat, maybe. Let's say that. Your favorite dish ever. Oh, my favorite street food would be intestines chicken grilled chicken intestines it's so good it's so good it's so good yeah i've had it yes oh yeah what do they call it though what's it it's called isao chicken intestines i don't know why the intestines are always popular they really clean the innards of the the inside of the intestines and then they marinate it in some special sauce yeah it's really and then they grill it and they have ketchup and soy sauce and sugar to baste on it (laughs) so good so good Oh my goodness, um, there is so much to talk about uh, with you, Judy, and we're going to come back in just a moment. We're going to yeah. get to your book uh, that you're talking about because it's a, about a lot more than recipes. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, as well to your YouTube channel. I've checked out your YouTube videos and they are awesome and people need to watch <laughs> them. They're so brilliant. We're going to talk about why next here on Life Beats on Pulse95. Ninety-five live at the Sharjah International Book Fair. Live beat, live beat with Sally Musa. Live from the Expo Center, Sharjah. It's Pulse ninety-five. 
Hello and welcome back to Life Beats. Uh, we're here with Judy Ann Santos. Hello. Who's bringing her cookbook, her cooking demonstrations to the Sharjah International Book Fair. And you also run a YouTube channel, Judy Ann's Kitchen. Yes. Can you talk to us? We'll start with the book. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about how that book came about? Why did you write it? And what we can expect from the book itself? Well, when I decided to write a cookbook, it's basically the recipes have been there for the longest time. It's it's a collab, it's a collection of recipes since I was young. Well, not not that young, but you know, it's a collection of recipes for my husband, for my children, for the for my friends, and for myself as well. Whenever I'd go on a healthy, clean diet, just because I'd have to work on something for a project, so it's been there. It's it's in my head for the longest time, and. There's this situation that happened to me back home when my mother network canceled my show. I was so devastated and I was so... You know what? You want to get back at them but you just can't because I'm just not that kind of person. Right. So I had to do something. I had to keep myself busy. And I said, I have to make... I'll just make a cookbook. So there's a publisher waiting for me for the longest time apparently and the recipes are there I was able to shoot all the recipes in a week Wow that's I was great. able to write all the recipes in two weeks so because you had I, it all you knew I really it. kept myself busy just so I would I wouldn't think much about right. what happened to yeah, me it's yeah. maybe that's part of me already growing up it's you know okay bye I'll just do this next it's always like that and um, I realized I just didn't want it to make it as a cookbook per se. I wanted it to be like a coffee table book for for the fans who has been supporting me since I was a child. So there's very it's very personal for me. There's my family photos are there, my children are there, my husband are there. Um, so basically, the recipes that I put there, it's what I really make on a daily basis. It's favorites, family favorites. I just didn't realize that. As soon as we launched the cookbook, I just wanted it to be a coffee table book so that the fans would have a remembrance of some sort. Right. Or, because I don't have any plans of doing another one at that time. It's just like, okay, let's do this. I uh, and, and some publishers would say, it's going to be too expensive. I was selling it at $5.95 because it's a big book. Yeah. And there's one publisher who wanted to... Rip, who wanted to print it but on a smaller scale and sell it for 150 pesos yeah. so just get, that, it can't be it's, it's my passion project so if you cannot publish it for me I'll publish it for myself and find a way on how to sell it or, or something I just I was surprised when we launched it I was pregnant with my third child when we launched it the next day we had to order a reprint for another 20,000 copies because it was sold out all over the bookstores and I was, what? What happened? You know, it's it was, just, it was, you uh, put your heart and soul into it. You know, yeah, it's about you. Yeah. And, and you were giving that to people and they could feel that, you know, through the book, right? Yes, yes. And the words that I used in my kitchen, in my cookbook, mm. it is me talking. Yeah. So it's English Tagalog. So I there love are. that. <laughs> this is the thing. When you get to your YouTube channel, it's the same. Yes, and and yes. I want to ask you about that. You know, ask you about your, your YouTube videos. It is so cool. It's just, it's you, casual, 
every day in the kitchen, putting out, you know, your food. <laughs> and you even keep, like, there are mistakes in there. Like one time you put, I was watching the video and you put in like a, a thermometer into the oil and it <laughs> yeah, broke. It's and you just left it. Leak. You what? left it in the, in the video. And I'm like, this woman is the coolest. She's just like, yep, that's cool. Yeah, let's, your, let's. Your, your videos are entertaining, even though I don't speak Tagalog. But I, was, I was following the videos because you, you have a big personality. So can you talk to us about how you bring that aspect to your cooking videos? Because they're not just cooking videos. You're almost just putting a performance on. Um, it's how I really cook at home, yeah. and at the <laughs> same it. time, I love watching cooking shows. Yeah. I, it's it's my it's what I do when I want to relax, and my kids are not home, so I just binge watch Food Network and all of those stuff. <laughs> love it. And at some point, even if I know how to cook, I get intimidated by the deep words that they use yeah. in cooking. So I realized. Why not make a cooking show that's re what really happens in the kitchen and show it? Just simple. Because and you explain it. It's yeah. simple. It's approachable. And it's it, just lovely. Everybody makes mistakes. Even if you don't understand the language, you still <laughs> yeah. feel like you're in there with you. You know, it's, I feel you. It's something that um, I, w I wanted to inspire more homemakers. Yeah. That it's totally fine to make mistakes because you'll learn from them eventually. And at some point, you also want to reach out to them that Cooking is fun. Yes. Creating something is fun. Putting out a dish for your loved one is fun. And making mistakes totally fine. I mean, you know, not nobody's perfect. I and, love and, it. Um, it's just how I really cook. It's brilliant. You know, it really <laughs> is brilliant. And it's, it's so refreshing. Because we often see these really polished videos and it just... It seems like really perfect and this is how you do it and it's just like no just let it all yeah. go and just have fun in the kitchen which is great but we got to talk about the sessions that you've got here at yes. the Sharjah International Book Fair talk to us about that so my first day here I made what did I make ginataang in, in Tagalog it's called ginataang ginisang munggo mm -hmm. if you translate it in English it's just cream lentil soup coconut cream lentil soup but it's a very simple dish we would normally have it during Lent season because we don't eat not most or some Filipinos take Lent very seriously and they don't eat pork yeah. during the duration of the whole week of Lent. And I think they go Lent. vegan as well maybe. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, back home since it's very most of the people are health conscious. Right. So most of them have um, a day or a weekend or a cleansing diet that's pure vegetables. So it's part of the diet already. It's inexpensive. Every household actually has their own version of mungo. Mm. So that's what I made the first day. And I like what I've said earlier, I was so relieved seeing my kababayans waiting for me. And I was in the plane trying to calm myself and actually telling myself, you can do this, you can do this, you can Aww. do this. Because it's my, it's my first time to be invited internationally as an author. So wow. it's, it's, it's a very big thing for me because it was my first book and I never I never do cooking demos back home for a book fair yeah <laughs> are you going I, to be writing another book uh, it's in the works yes it's, uh, what's yeah. it on it's the volume 2 but the recipes from the YouTube channel will be collaborated with in the cookbook nice one and we love it yeah. we love it <laughs> Judy Ann Santos we could talk to you for hours you're totally <laughs> incredible uh, you still have sessions today, yeah, today. as well uh, at 11.45, yep. I'll be at the cookery station. I'll be making 
chocolate porridge. In Tagalog, it's called champorado. So if you would want, I could tell my team to bring you some here. Oh, oh gosh, okay. yeah. Could you? Could you? That would <laughs> be great. Of course, that. definitely. Oh my gosh, we're in. Definitely. We are so in. We're going to be here. We're still interviewing other authors as well who are coming through. Oh, definitely. I'll tell I, them to bring you some. I would never say no to chocolate porridge from yeah. today. It's triple chocolate pudding. Mm, amazing. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> amazing. Come down to the Sharjah International Book Fair. Have some fun with Judy Ann Santos yes, please. in the kitchen. This is totally brilliant. Um, your book is out there as well. You're going to be doing book signings. Yes. Get down and here. Some, some photo sessions. Fantastic. Well. Oh, brilliant. Who doesn't want a photo with Judy Ann? Oh right? my God. With Judy. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant talking to you. Thank you so much. It's it's fun to be here. Thank amazing. you. It's, it's a very lovely experience. I love it. Amazing. Thank Stay you. tuned. So much more still coming up here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.